Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, the Dark Prince of Nerd Media. Joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hello. Michael Damiani. How's it going? And Brandon Jones. It's going good, Damiani. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. yeah. Were you talking to Jones? I was just talking to everyone. Okay, Jones responded. Thank you. But someone actually replied for once. That's yes. very nice. <laughs> Uh, we are alone. There's no Ian Hink. It is, uh, it's, it's this right before the holiday break feeling for me. Uh, this is the half day of school. Um, I forgot school had half days. That was a thing. This that was a thing. Yeah. Is it still you know, a thing? At least time-wise. No, it's weird as it's a full yeah, day. Yeah, it's a full day. We're recording two podcasts today. Next week's podcast will be recorded today as well. Uh, before we get to any of that, let's do corrections. Begin corrections music, please. The golden watering can is something you get for having a perfect village in Animal Crossing New Leaf for 15 days straight. Ooh. So that golden watering can, that's a gift. Uh, Hellblade's facial capture technology was not Ninja Theories. It's developed by Serbian company Three Lateral, who also worked on Sony's games in the past, like Until Dawn and Horizon. Side note, they are using it with Unreal Engine, and the company was acquired by Epic Games earlier this year. Did not know that. Hmm. Cool. Uh, ooh, many called us out for accepting Hellblade 2's trailer as an engine when there was really no indication that it was. And so, yeah, you know what? Called out. I thought they said something about that. I don't know if they ever said in okay. engine, right? And okay. so we kind of just kind of like <clears throat> ate it at face value. But I, wait, I think the video. Well, okay, I don't want to incur another correction. I don't think the video says it. I think Phil said it. It be like before it went live. He's yeah, like, this I is think all yeah, like what you're about to see that. is running on the Series X because he was talking about the Series X. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough, then. The, the, yeah, it was the, um, t- t- not Towerfall, Godfall? Godfall. Mm-hmm. Godfall said it in the trailer. Said yes. PS5 and an engine in the trailer, I think Phil maybe just alluded to, but. Great. Yeah. Correction refuted. I like it when you do those. I'm, yeah, I'm curious about that one. Okay, challenged. I would Correction also be challenged. so surprised if they brought not that. <laughs> Running on, the, you know, ju- judging by the pedigree of that studio, yes. what we really remember that game as, as nailing. And then, and bring then showing up after a console announcement with the CG trailer, and that's it. That'd be strange. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's I, happened before. And then, obviously, the you know the reveal, the console reveal trailer CG, we're, we're not talking about that thing. You know, Master Chief oh, and the sure, yeah. 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 and Going the, the soccer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, last correction. I don't even know what this is referring to. I just liked reading it. There are five foretellers, not three. Envy, Gula, Ira, Ased, and Ava. We're we talking about Kingdom Hearts. When did we say three? I don't remember that. But those are Kingdom Hearts characters? Yeah, those are the, the Guardians I think they were talking about, right? We were talking about the oh, ones with the animal fa- faces. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's five of them. And correction music, please. But I thought there's way more than five. Are you just going to stay quiet during all this time, I don't remember us ever saying there was an amount. Oh, okay. I don't remember that either. All yeah. Right. So, whatever the case, I love reading a correction like that. Yeah. Okay. Is it Acid? Did I pronounce it? Or is it Ace? I don't remember, dude. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a future game, is going back to old podcasts, pulling out random corrections, and we have to guess what the hell they're talking about. Yes. I love that. <laughs> corrections from three years ago. Like, yeah. uh. <laughs> this is our final week of Santa's video game advisory board. You know, he doesn't have a lot of time left. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a few more days just to put these put these games out. Um, basically, what Santa does, he forwards us some wishes he receives, and he's not he doesn't know a lot about video games. Right. He messes stuff up a lot, so he's trusting us, the Easy Allies, to determine whether or not this game should exist. Dear Santa, I want a stealth game with the presentation and gameplay of Hitman, but 
you play as a fan at different sporting events trying to get onto the field <laughs> to meet your sports heroes. Yeah. Oh, Thanks, no. Joe from Jersey. Oh, no. Uh, safely. We're, nobody said safely. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. read Jeez. safely. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read that. <laughs> I thought it was going to go a different direction. But yeah. yeah. I thought it was like. You sweet. want this to have the vibe of like that. What's that commercial where the guy throws the jersey to the kid from like the 70s or oh. the 80s or something? Yeah. You want it to have that vibe, but sadly, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These I, are not the best types I thought this was about like sneaking into venues. Like, I couldn't get a ticket, so now it's time to sneak in and get like a like a seat. It's it like, starts there. Yeah. That's the beginning of every <laughs> That's like the beginning. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is promoting an unhealthy thing here. Let me. Fans shouldn't be storming fields like that to I try mean, and like, interrupt. You shouldn't games. be an assassin yeah. shooting people either. Right. But let me say, I feel like this idea is cool for like two or three levels max. Okay. Because it'll feel too much the same going to another stadium. The reason Hitman is a thing that helps Hitman is how much diversity there is in the environments yeah. you explore. Right. This could work for like a $10, $15 game. Sure. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. This is Ace Ventura. This is that montage where he checks the rings. Oh, God. You know? Oh, so like, what if it's all that? All I remember yeah. is the urinal one, and he gets hit in the face. There's one guy's running around the track. There's one guy's around the track. He finally yeah, chloroforms him. Um, there's one where he puts the hand in the mailbox, and he's like, he looks at his hand mm -hmm. in the mailbox. So maybe that's it. It's not just sporting events. It's like you have to follow these guys throughout their daily lives, which, again, is just the worst idea ever. They could be fictional Sports heroes, yeah. I guess. Oh, that makes sense. Like, this feels like, <laughs> and like a weird. This sport. feels like this yeah. would be a side quest yeah. in like GTA Six or something, mm -hmm. like a crazy yeah. quest yeah, you yeah, would yeah. do. Yeah. Okay, so we're, we're telling Santa do it, but not big budget. Yeah. Smaller yeah. scale, low, low budget. Yeah, don't yeah, spend too much on like, this Santa. Like sneak yeah. King's budget. Three, yeah. three levels, but lots of replay value. Great. Uh, Santa, good luck with everything this coming up Christmas. Uh, glad we could help. Shout out. Shout, shout out to Santa? Out to, shout yeah. out to Santa. Sure, shout out to Santa. It's a tough month. And just to be clear, that's not one of the shout outs you pay for. Santa right. did not pay for that shout out. <laughs> does, like, does Santa get excited because it's December or is he like, oh, here we go? You Are know? you kidding me? You know, it's like it's like our anniversary. Like, I'm excited when we, you know, when it's our birthday for Easy Allies, but it's also a very stressful time. Santa lives for December. Yeah. He's not like a big January guy. He doesn't kick back. He loves January too. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. Right. But he wouldn't be doing this if he didn't have a passion just, for it. I wonder if he's feeling the crunch, I don't know. Though. What if he's locked in, you know? <laughs> he's trapped. Yeah. He could stop any... Like, it's not his job. He could but stop But then he would he let wants. down so many kids, and he feels the pressure. Mm. He I needs think about Santa a replacement. A lot. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think there was... A, what he could do is have a new Santa, someone that's just... as the new. It's like a title now. You're known as Santa. The other Santa can retire and fade. I think he just doesn't trust anybody. That's a problem. He I needs to find a replacement. Is, it's like yeah. Kojima when he's trying to find a replacement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta find the replacement. That's and gonna be can't. one of the hardest job recruitments to fulfill right there. Yes. I heard Rudolph yeah. the other day and I like, thought about that. I was like, are we still singing about this guy? Can we not get really can we get we can't get a comet song? We can't get Dasher doesn't deserve any cred. It's literally just, just Rudolph every year, though, year again. Well, Rudolph's it's a cool story, thing. you yeah. know, I was proud of him. It's one night, you know, one Christmas out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Christmases. Rudolph is like Rudy. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Rudy's an underdog. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here, you freak. And he's like, well, now the freak is the hero, aren't yeah. I? Yeah, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we got some news. Believe it or not, there should be no news for the rest of this month after the Game Awards and be beginning of New Year. There's going to be no news. We got some news somehow. Out of nowhere, PlayStation yeah. announced a new add-on for the DualShock 4 controller. It is called... The DualShock 4 Back Button Attachment. Sexy name. Panel, the audience is driving right now. How do we describe what this attachment is? It's a, it's a diaper. 
It looks like you know those mouth those mouth breather pieces you in movies they put into their mouth so they can dive in water and breathe. Specifically from episode one. Yeah, it looks yeah, like right. they yeah. attached one of those to yes. the back of the controller. Yes, you're so right because it is what it's a circle and then just two tubes yeah. coming out of mm-hmm. each side. Yeah. It is just that. You slam it into the bottom of the controller, which is where it charges. Um, the the audio jack does continue out, but the charger does not. So to charge this thing, you'll have to remove it every time right. to charge your controller. Which, by the way, Excellent. I'm charging a controller a day, basically. I've got two PS4 controllers. Yeah. One charges. You, you, you swap them in and out. You always, you always have one plugged into the PS4, and then you yeah. just, when one dies, you swap out to the is other. Is that abnormal? I just feel like, man, it's, just, it's like one a day at this point. Yeah, yeah right. they're always running low. Okay. I play on my computer screen, so I just plug it into a USB port on my computer, so it's, it stays charged. And nice. apropos of nothing, but I've lost a lot of Dual Shocks in this gen. <laughs> I've had a lot of Dual Shocks go go bad. Tell me how oh, many. Wow. What's going on? Uh, I think about maybe four or five, which is crazy for a gen, man. Like I mm-hmm. still the yeah. end of the N sixty four. You know, my 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 Golden Eye controller was 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 spotty, but it functioned. Yeah. You know, whereas like I've just had them just straight up not work, or just the. The, those, those dual shock just not it's the, my thumbs are just not digging putting you know getting in contact with those uh analog sticks anymore and or uh yeah or 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 like uh oh one of them was just the the squeak the r2 oh, oh yeah Ooh. for sure dude yeah. Yeah. that hurts yeah. so yeah it was I definitely mean, not, weird you know, to, the rubber wore off of the first generation of these controllers so weird mm-hmm. no shots at sony like yeah. in, in a way it's like it makes me feel good it's like yeah that's right high no. performance shots at sony want to run them through the ringer no shot- i feel like one of those bots you know that they have at the, uh, the that just press the buttons like all day. It's <laughs> yes. like I'm I'm not too far from one of those <laughs> machines. Uh, PS3 controllers are hard to get new these days. Of course, yeah. yeah. And like my old PS3 yeah. controller is still chugging, but I'm like, man, yeah, if you mine's, break, mine's rough, dude. It's gonna be so much to replace it works, you. But um, anyway, back to this weird add-on. So what it does, it didn't even explain the purpose to you yet. Sorry about that, audience. Uh, you shove it into the bottom of your controller, and it gives you access to two buttons on the back of your game pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they're paddles, more than buttons, I would say. Uh, one left, one right. You program on an LED screen uh, what those buttons will be. So it's not they're not two new buttons. They are L3 or square or- Yeah, you can map it. Whatever you want it to be, yep. And you can map three different settings, but you can change them all on the fly and just, it's weird. It's weird there's an LED screen on this thing, mm-hmm. firstly. That you don't see. Yeah, um, but it's, it very clearly tells you which, what, each paddle is functioning as at that moment. Um, panel, why? I guess right. I guess enough people just have a demand where they don't want to take their hands off both analog sticks when they're playing with some things. Sure, it's about it. They had that demand years ago. Well, now they're doing something about it. Why now? They're probably experimenting for PS Five. Like I don't think PS Five will have this built in, maybe necessarily, but uh-huh. it might have it available from the start if it gotcha. catches on. Yeah. I was just trying to think of games that would take advantage of this. Maybe like racing games because game. a platformer that you would want. I don't to, like. Yeah. I don't care about taking my hand. Like I don't have that problem when I'm playing Plat- some it's games. It's most important for platformers. What? So just to let you in, that we're we're a little bit into this discussion. Damiani already told me he doesn't understand the purpose of this thing. Well, I I need to have, Which explains I need why to I have a tangible example. I need to have okay. hands-on playing okay. it to see the yes. difference between the two. So you're you're hopping because around Because it's I get that it's taking game? it's taking away the need to when you're like have your thumbs on each analog stick or yeah. D-pad analog stick. Yeah. But there are points where like I don't need to 
use the right analog stick and like a platformer. I've like I lined up the camera and stuff. I'm making the jump. I don't have to worry about that. But what if you didn't have to worry about? That? But then now, now if like I'm trying to, I'm holding, trying to do triggers and this, and then I use the paddles. Like I'm worried now. I'm gonna like drift on my analog because I'm. I just need to try it. Okay. I just need sure. to try it. Like and we all I, do. I, yeah. yeah exactly. Like I can't. I feel like. It seems like there will be very valid reasons to use it for certain games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to make it's going to be applicable for every single game. Yeah, but I think it's going to be a personal thing. Some people, it's just it's a good thing in the end because it gives you more control options to choose from, which is always better for the player. Because I hate it when somebody doesn't give you the option to even just like reconfigure your buttons. This is like full blown. Like not only can you do that, we're adding extra op- mm. like buttons in different places, and you can. Map them out to how many how many versions you said or how many options like you got three different predetermined settings but yeah, yeah obviously you can yeah like the different configurations you, you have yeah. that's just good yeah. that part's good mm-hmm. I just need to try it out to like grasp you know how it improves things so this thing will be thirty dollars comes out January twenty third twenty twenty Jones hmm. you mentioned the elite tro- the elite controller does this product make Sony look cheap cheap. Yes. Uh, no, I think the exact opposite. Huh. Because this is not a necessity. This is just like, hey, try this. The Elite you know? controller is like, oh, not thanks. a necessity. Right. Same thing. But and the Elite controller is much cooler, is it not? Yes. Uh, but I think this it's its like Sony's way of doing what Microsoft is doing, but not doing what Microsoft is doing. Like having their own interesting spin on it. Uh, and so... But it, it does seem like something that I think Microsoft has done a lot this gen. Game Pass, uh, getting those custom controllers, like other things you don't necessarily quote unquote need as a consumer, but are fun if you are if this is your primary console, if you're just a massive fan of the system, uh, if you are like you know incredibly into a specific genre of games and you need those extra buttons, then here you go, try that out. But it's not. Like I don't think this is a type of product where it's like, no, try it out, you'll like it. It's like, no, just if this will help you tailor your gameplay experience more to if you play shooters, if you play racing games, if you play, if you need this for platforming games. Um, if you don't necessarily need it for, you know, games that have a lot of different button combinations, just like, I just need, I just want that on the back there. One thing that I can think of is I've never been, never been a big fan of clicking the analog sticks. It's just never felt, it's never been yeah. something I like look forward mm. to doing. Yeah. So like I could see mapping that to the back of just like, yeah, I just don't want to have to, is it to fall in order? Isn't that like opening chests? Isn't that the click? Yes, yeah, R3. I, so. I kind of yeah. like it because to me, opening a chest is kind of, you know, has that kind of like vibe to it. But like the the souls of targeting people, that that took a long time for me to like enjoy mm. that, you know, to yeah. adapt that into my brain. I'm just like, I want to attack that guy, you know. Um, so uh, I just think it would be a different thing. It's like an interesting litmus test of just kind of what people play it for. If I was at Sony, I would have. You know, it, it, once you open that box up, like first note is like, let us know what you use, what game you use this on, or I wonder if there's a way for them to track send what a, games are they using. Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> a self-addressed envelope. Yeah. But like, you know, it is. You know, it'd be. I'd be curious to track like how many people buy it, what games they're playing it with. If mm-hmm. there's a way to track that, what buttons that they're adapting, and then they can pass that information on to developers and be like, hey, it turns out this sh- this shooter, Call of Duty, is like, man, they're mad for it, and so. You know, maybe you know, put more customization into your game with controllers or whatnot. I do believe the sell is to competitive players. More, more. Domiani. Oh, absolutely. Same with Elite. Yeah. It'd be well, nice for third-person platformers, but that's not the sell. I, I, I thought, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. I was envisioning shooting games and racers yeah. probably are going to be like the number one most use. This will get the most use out of. Yeah, like this for Fortnite will help you. This for Call of Duty will help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it is it is not. It's funny to me. Uh, we, I guess we wonder this entire generation since the announcement of the Elite Controller why Sony doesn't do the same thing. 
um, why they don't have this extra premium, extra expensive controller. Um, and so this is to maybe this is just to feel things out. Uh, to Brad, as you say, just like are people in? Do they mm-hmm. want? Do they want paddles on the back? Uh, but yeah, it's such a it is a, such a strange product. Where I agree with the panel is that this is the right time to announce it. Hey, yeah. late December, buy it if you want in January. It's a, this is not a big announcement. It's and not that, a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And that's just so Sony to me. That's just yeah. their whole attitude about everything with PS4 and PS5. It's just this kind of ivory tower, like. You know, like, we'll announce a console later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked with Wired for a second. You know, it's like, oh, that Elite Controller, there you go. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it's bizarre. Whereas Microsoft is having to re- realize, like, okay, we don't, I mean, they're, they're getting there. That Hellblade announcement was, was something. I mean, that's, that's definitely kind of on par with what Sony's been doing this whole gen. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft knew they didn't have the exclusives. They knew they didn't have the sales of the console. So they're like, what can we do? That'll just make people happy and not necessarily like move a ton of consoles or those elite controllers aren't necessarily flying off the shelves. But people who are Xbox fans will love Xbox even more. Just love the brand. Know that we're looking out for them. Mm-hmm. We'll keep them. You know, like, you know, don't don't go anywhere. Stick around for next gen. It's going to be really exciting. Get that Game Pass now because, man, what, you know, what, if even if our launch lineup's a little spotty, when Xbox Series X happens, got to get used to saying that name, mm-hmm. uh, you'll still have all these other games you know, available, whether they're playable on the system or not, who knows. But um, yeah, so it just seems kind of like, it's interesting to see the opposite, to see Sony kind of double back around and be like, what's Microsoft doing? Oh, we can do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But our own way. State of Play was last week. I have to believe this thing could have been announced during State of Play, and I have to think it was intentional not to. I think it it has to be just like, yeah, you know what, just let it be its own weird little thing. That would be unprecedented that State of Play talks about hardware at all. Sure. They haven't done any like... I mean, we've had three or four of those, you know? But they haven't talked about like, you know, controllers, new color controllers or something. That's not really like a state of play thing. Didn't they? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Please correct that. Feels like a piece Microsoft of Microsoft definitely talks about new colors and stuff. They love to. Oh, boy, stuff, do they love to. Yeah. I don't know about state of play. Sure. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk about something I missed last week as I was putting the podcast together. Ooh. Totally forgot about an announcement that happened earlier on in the week. That was a pretty big deal. Resident Evil 3 officially announced Mm -hmm. because we had it rumored, we had it solidified so much leading up to it. I kind of like forgot about it by the end. I missed last week and I'm here for this. Nice. So, Jonesy, Resident Evil 3 coming April 3rd, 2020. Yeah. This is funny. This was a funny thing because of the conversations we had on this this podcast. When Project Resistance was announced, it's like, okay, buddies, are you going to charge for this? Oh, you're doing a multiplayer-only Resident Evil game? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 20 bucks at most. I don't know what the purpose of this is. Why would they do this when they just had Resident Evil 2? Why would they make this a game? Resident Evil 3 announced. We had this discussion on this podcast. Is it enough? Can you just put out RE3 and charge 60 bucks for it? It probably needs something more. It needs something special. Turns out, Resident Evil 3 and Project Resistance are one in the same. <laughs> You, you got us. Yeah, yep. that is that is all part of Resident Evil Three. You get both of those games. This is a multiplayer mode of Resident Evil Three announced ahead of Resident Evil Three. That's pretty cool. Maybe even a bigger mm-hmm. announcement. One of the protagonists is called Mike Sandwich. What's his first name? Oh my god! Oh yeah, like John <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Sandwich. Yeah, John Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. That's a reference. Well, That's a well, nod. Well, at the same time, yeah. like you know, it, it, it Resistance was silly, but also <laughs> classic Resident Evil. I mean, like Resident Evil. Has that's why we were also you know shocked by oh boy what is it called the game it got two it got a sequel but the game that I've never played that uh, Huber and Ian love to death 
Oh, where they Deadly have the Premonition. Premonition. Uh, no, uh, the uh, Resident Evil game. Oh, Revelation. Revelation. Um, we all expected that to be terrible because they're all terrible. You know, Dead Aim. You yes. know, Survivor. Like they had. You know, even Outbreak. Like had its own. You know, community. And I loved those games. You know, uh, retroactively, I didn't. I didn't play them at the time online, but I went back and played it with bots and was like, "Ooh, this is special. I would love if they go back to this." So like, I did have a you know soft spot in my heart for Resistance. I was like, "Hubert, I'm going to play the crap out of this. This is going to be yeah. great." But it, it did kind of fill in and almost like looking back, like intentionally so, that they were like, people are going to dismiss this. We got them. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I fell into the trap. How the time, hell is clearly. Capcom doing this? Man? It's yeah. insane. It's yeah. insane. I mean, it's, it's especially at the end of the year, at the end of the gen, looking back, it's remarkable what that company has done on all fronts. Yeah. You know. And I had to imagine when it leaked, they were probably so bummed. Or RE3 <clears> leaked. <throat> they were probably like, oh, people know what Project Resistance is now. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I did not. None of us did. I did not. It was right in front of my eyes. I was stating they needed something extra, and I did not even see it. So dumb. We knew it was going to be in the state of play. They played the sound effect at the beginning, and then we were still just, like, you know, blind going into that Resistance trailer. And then, Mm ta-da. Yeah. Damian. And RE3 looks good. Yeah. Uh Huber was telling me something about uh, new Project Resistance news that you could play as different, uh, what, the commanders or whatever? Annette Birkin's one. Yeah, so it sounds like they're finally, like, Mm. announcing even, like, besides, like, the sandwich character, (laughs) some, like, really cool details are finally coming out now that, like, you know, they've had their coming out party with this, like, saying, hey, we're part of Resident Evil 3 Remake. Take that, doubters. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry I doubted you, Capcom. It's cool. Uh, But now, like, it opens up to a possibility. Like, they've only shown, like, that one environment, or... Kind of similar environment, but now it's like, will they actually go to other environments? Will they go to classic environments like the the uh, Raccoon City PD? Will they go to the city areas and stuff? It's like, woo, here we go. You know, they probably are going to do all this, and it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be something worth playing. And now the fact that it's like part of RE3, like, I should never have doubted them. Yeah. I feel and, bad. Uh, and uh, Monster Hunter and Resident Evil 7 had crazy updates, nonstop, all awesome, you know, like, and, or maybe not necessarily all awesome, but interesting and, di- yeah. and varied, you know, so I wouldn't be surprised if they, yeah, they dropped some more fun commanders or maps and stuff like down the road. Uh, was it just you, that HUD. The RE4 man, castle. Man. How the, cool. res- the resistance oh. HUD is just out of control, man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. What do you the mean? Ca- the, the timer at the top of the screen is like, Shrink that thing by you know twenty you know make that twenty five percent. They want to increase your stress. Good boy, mm-hmm. massive massive HUD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, part of the strategy. Oh, so yeah. Brad, do you see this being an equal success to RE two, like selling wise? Yes. Uh yeah, I think it'd be equal or very close to it. Mm-hmm. People are riding high off RE two. Yeah. This is giving them more what they want. I think I think it being a whole package helps it a mm-hmm. ton. I think it helps its chances so much. What. But, like, the thing I'm worried, kind of, like, not necessarily worried about, just thinking about is, like, people won't even play the multiplayer, and they'll just play three, sure. and three's just one campaign, and they're like, oh, we don't care, man. Like, yeah. I don't care about this multiplayer. Yeah. I could see some people asking for other modes. Yeah. Basically, like, like, merc- like a mercenary mode, mode or something like that. mercenary mode came from three originally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I wonder if they'll do that. Yeah, if it's like missing something like that, but they got Project Resistance, will Project Resistance be enough to yeah. say, hey, forget about that. It's not that big of a deal. This is much better. Or people are like, I'm not interested in this. Where's my Merc mode? I do mm-hmm. wonder that. RE2 had a bunch of DLC for it, and I wonder if all of that will be funneled into Resistance instead. I've been thinking about that a lot. I just I don't think there's any way 3 can match two with sales, but it'll come close. Mm-hmm. It'll do very well. Yeah. I don't think Capcom's going to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. be bummed about it or disappointed or, you know, it's going to, you know, be far below their expectations, but it's just like, 
just for so many reasons. I think I think most of all for me is just how surprising RE2 was. You know, how when we first saw it, how gorgeous it was, and then how soon it was coming out. And then all of this is kind of filling the same, you know, it's like it's it's matching expectations, maybe exceeding them a little bit, but not as much as RE2 did. And just the, for how many years we waited and speculated and mm-hmm. rumors and, and then to just, bam, finally happen and so soon and kick off the year. And um, there's just so many, so many just really electrifying things. And this one's just like, cool. Yeah. It just doesn't have the same kind of, yeah, the heat of course. To it. Yeah. Very, very different. But um, I think over time, I think by the end of 2020, we'll look back and it'll, you know, be selling bonkers. It's just not at, at launch, you know, right after Final Fantasy VII, right after... Really you know, close like, to Cyberpunk. Really yeah. close to Cyberpunk, right after Last of Us, or around the same time as Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we already know... Have we already seen Capcom's next big announcement, and we just don't know it? Are you talking <laughs> about, like, those trademarks? <laughs> Maybe we could talk about the trademarks. I'm talking about, like, how we had seen RE7 for months and months, and we were wa- aware of it. Oh. Yeah. And we, we, we've seen we RE3. It. We played RE7. Yeah, yeah. You know? Is, is like Capcom's next game already out there? I, we're just like I, yeah. ignoring it. Street Fighter Six is already out there. Yeah, it's five update. Yeah, we talked. Uh, what we talked about that recently. I mean, Capcom kind of may have already inadvertently confirmed Street Fighter Six's timetable mm-hmm. because of the Capcom Cup and Capcom Pro Tour rules change that are happening next year. Uh, let it, fill in everybody in. Yeah, fill so, me so in. So, so if Capcom Pro Tour. Uh, you know, top 31 players qualify, and then there's like a, a tournament ahead of the final that. Uh, Round rock or whatever, someone thirty second player can win their chance in there, and then the winner of all that, the Capcom Pro Tour champion at the Capcom Cup, which just happened uh, this past weekend, mm-hmm. gets an automatic invite to next year's Capcom Cup, the championship already, regardless of what they do during the season at yeah. any of the events. That's how it's been. Yeah. Except next year when it's being held in Paris, France, uh, 2020, on the rules page, it says the winner of next year's Capcom Cup will not automatically qualify for the 2021 Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. So they confirmed there will be a Pro Tour in 2021, yeah. but the winner will not qualify. And people are like, why? Oh, this happened once before. The last year that Street Fighter Four was the Pro mm. Tour game before they switched to Street Fighter Five. Yes. So people are assuming Street Fighter that might have confirmed Street Fighter Six or another fighting game will be taking Street Fighter Five's place in 2021. So that's an interesting that little or another fighting game because Capcom Cup is just Street Fighter. Yeah. It's nothing even outside of that. Um, and so because they refused to adopt Marvel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I thought <laughs> they that's had kind of why. Point, and it turned yeah, out they it, just they, didn't adopt it. It had its own series or something. It yeah, straight it up really could be if they got a new Marvel with Capcom or another versus game, mm-hmm. it absolutely would be more than Street Fighter. But I do think it's very likely to think that it is Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 6, 6 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Book it. It's, yeah. it's cool too because I just remember as someone who's not into fighting games or especially not very good or into uh, the Street Fighter community. I, I do remember like going to PSX and like having the oh no right is that the guy like mm-hmm. having him come out on stage and be like well you know this announcement <laughs> but anyway there's these fighters it was just like one after the other it was like no we already we already data mined this we already went in there yeah. and found all of this stuff Capcom you can't announce anything and then yeah. like boom RE7 out of nowhere already played it boom Resident Evil 2 we knew it was going to happen but it looks way better and when the trailer was playing we weren't 100 percent sure what we were looking at at the yeah. same time even though the PlayStation's right there you know mm-hmm. and then they got us again with RE3 and like so it's even Monster Hunter World which like a monster Hunter coming to PlayStation 4 is like not that like it's like if you could speculate it if I could like tease you with that it'd be like oh I heard rumors it wouldn't be like no they're not going to do that but still looking at world like wow look at this game it's incredible like they were putting so many resources into this it almost kind of seems like oh yeah you know like 
you know, like fighting back a little bit from like, you leak it, fine, we don't care. You're yeah. still going to be surprised. Yes. Like you're still going to be surprised by how much we put into that. And so it's like, I, as someone who is not going to play Street Fighter Six, I cannot wait to see that first trailer. You know, it reminds me of four back in the day when we first got that like paint, you know, image of like, you know, Ken and Ryu fighting and, mm-hmm. and just like, whoa, what is this game going to be? Next gen, man. You it's know, they, feel, I, I think yeah. they are, are you know, packaging like there's, a, there's one crew at Capcom obviously putting their heart and soul into that game. There's a whole other crew that's just like cooking up this crazy ad campaign. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. What's crazy is there's a there's a. A crew, I feel downright foolish on this very podcast. I said that Street Fighter V was not going to add many any new characters, and then they, I think they added in four or five cents. Uh, a new one is coming. Seth is coming back to the game. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, this game, Street Fighter V, has been supported much, much longer than I thought it would be. And so, yeah, I do think this is probably the last year of Street Fighter Five. I've said it before. Yeah. This time I feel confident in that. Oh, statement. 2020. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you see um, the the way they announced Seth? Like the announcement they did at the no, end I, I with Ono. So the kid, Kenny Omega is one of the, like the on stage announcers for it. Really? Yeah. Cool. Really, really cool. And uh, Ono comes out to do the announcement. And they do like a wrestling like yeah thing. super kick yeah he kicked yeah, Ono he in takes the neck. Ono he takes Blanca away the Blanca uh, toy away from Ono and he's oh, like so he's funny. like give him the announcement and Ono's like no so he like <laughs> super kicks Ono and knocks him out kicks him in the neck dude <laughs> yeah. literally like gets like, contact in the yeah. neck it was it was actually really impressive like you can see like that one was sold. He, his foot landed right where he aimed it to okay. and Ono was like Pro did wrestler. not flinch yeah. he was like oh like. Yeah, that was wild. And then Ono comes back later, gets up and picks up a chair, and then really doesn't sell this. Like just taps yeah, yeah, Kenny yeah. Omega. Even Kenny though he Omega knows that Kenny can totally take it, but yeah. he's still just terrified. <laughs> I was like, oh. Nah. And then uh, what happened? Oh, they did that. Well, they did. They announced Seth. So mm-hmm. Kenny got to announce the Seth trailer. Yeah. And then when they came back, Kenny Omega wanted to do the short you can pose because like I've always wanted to do this. And then Ono was like, nope, this is my thing. And then. They kind of get up and shake hands. All right, let's just do it together and stuff. And then they do the show you can post. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell a dummy three story. Um, for the YouTube's E3 show, which I did a segment on, um, very su- stupid segment. I think it's still online. Anyway, I was getting makeup next to Kenny Omega. And what's cool is like he sits down and he's like he just knows what he needs. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, can I just get some sims? Uh, forget like a one makeup name like right here under mm-hmm. my eyes and like one thing here. And like he's just super nice guy. Um, and then when he left, I said to the makeup artist, I said, hey, that guy's a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And she's like, really? Because he's just like he was like such a like kind, cool sweetheart that she had no idea. I thought that was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But he clearly knows how to do a, a leg drop to a neck. Yeah. Yeah. It was a high kick too. Was oh, a just, high kick yeah, to a neck. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. What is what is a super kick? It's just like this. I don't know how to. I can't like it do kicks it. Kicks really high. Yeah. Like, it's Am like I a, in the air? Is my other foot off the ground? No. no. He oh, lands okay. his other One feet foot. and then like he yeah. It's like he the karate sends the knee and then he extends yeah. out the leg. So yeah. it's like yeah. It's like a close thing is sweet chin music from uh. Yeah. I would it, say it's just like wow. Good to know. Yeah. Yes. And so that's just calculating your distance, right? That's just like... Yeah, they probably practiced that quite a bit. Um, Singer Gorilla. Nailed it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Damiani, I was... Before we wrap that up is the, are the trademarks I never cover trademarks oh. on the podcast I feel like a lot of people renew trademarks like the trademark stuff come, comes up with everything yes. I mean the one that everyone's like getting excited about is Dino Crisis because right. Capcom renewed or did something with the trademark everyone's like well that's the next one we're gonna get that I mean this, but as I said it happens all the time Square Enix just renewed a near 
uh, trademark mm-hmm. for original Nier. So people are like, Nier Remastered's coming out, but sometimes it's just a usual comings and goings of business dealings with the yeah. company where they got to maintain things and update them and stuff. It doesn't the one I'm usually... still, still salty over is Bully got re-trademarked a couple yes. years back and everyone was yeah. like, yeah! No, no. But <laughs> nothing, I think... Nothing. I believe in that one, though. I believe in that. Stop it. Okay, sorry. Oh, <laughs> Why well, I would believe in this more than like a Bully or like a Nier is because right. like Capcom's riding high. They like, like they've yeah. been giving fans and like the veterans what they wanted. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we want these remakes and stuff. And like, hey, we're making them happen. Like, yes. anything's possible with Capcom. So... I think they just want to keep riding that high as long as they can go, and Dino Crisis is like the one they're seeing people ask for. I think, and it's natural too. I yeah. think that's easier than picking up Mega Man Legends again or picking yeah. up, uh-huh. you know, another fighting game again. It's, it's easier to and I think than transition. These sell better. I believe in Mega Man Legends. Do you? No, you're being sarcastic, listeners. He did not. He does not believe in Mega <laughs> Man Legends. Such a grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This hey, is dude, the part I of, believe in. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, man. Huber does. Anything's ba- Mega Man came back in 11. Yes. I didn't think we'd see Mega Man yep. for like, at least for a long time. Mm-hmm. Came back. Okay. Anything's possible, baby. Think you'll get X first, though. Yes. Then you'll get Legend. X in 2020. Sure, yeah. Yep. Uh, this is the part of podcast that would be podcast halftime, yeah. just for those who like to know. Uh, look forward to... Look forward to the sponsors coming yes, back. Yes, look forward to the sponsors coming back. <laughs> People are on the edge of their seat <laughs> for those sponsors to return. Yeah. Do we trademark to hear those? that To hear that basketball that? song again. It's interesting. It's interesting looking at them, Jones, in that it's not going to be like the smooth Jones. It sounds like sponsors want natural Jones. There's a difference? Yes. Oh, no. It sounds I should like, probably be aware of what that difference it's, is. It sounds like sponsors want you to like just come from like your own personal experiences oh, and hey, things. Yeah, and just like... Yeah, yeah. And that's what I do. I hear that it's, it's weird seeing it from the other side, from the sponsor side, because when you listen to podcasts, it's like people are always like, yeah, I did this one time. It's like, why are they talking about this? It's like, oh, the sponsors love it when you talk mm. about stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, you got to get me undies, Kyle. I have to get me undies. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, you know. Just to be clear, me undies is a brand. Jones yeah. was not asking me to get him any undies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can get me undies. Okay. <laughs> Brad. I'll take them. I got you, dude. Okay, this next segment is, of course, what's stuck up Damiani's craw? <laughs> Every week on this podcast, what? something stuck up Damiani's craw. <laughs> and then this week, wow. Damiani, what do you got to say about Final Fantasy VII Remake pre-orders? Oh. Uh. <laughs> what stuck up your craw this time? Oh, it stuck way up there. Um, it's actually not as bad as I thought, but it's still stupid. Okay. Um, I mean, the thing's not the literal thing that you get from this pre-order bonus is not stupid, but the concept of this okay. is what I find Help infuriating. Me out, okay. So once again, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be another one of the long line of games that will be doing multiple pre-order bonuses. Uh, you get a pre-order bonus depending on where you pre-order it from. We've been dealing this with for, for, for eight years now. Yeah, for eight years now. Maybe I think more. it's one of your favorite thing. I think we do like a pre-order bonus award at the end of the yes. year, Kyle. Easy eyes it's go. gone so yes. out of hand. Yes. Yeah. Will it be returning? Yes. Oh, good tease. Uh, this one isn't so bad, but there's going to be a pre-order bonus for Final Seven Remake at GameStop. It appears mm-hmm. uh, something at Best Buy, but yep. not as cool as everything else. And then the PlayStation Store. Yes. You buy digitally. Let me fill anybody, everybody in on yes. what these are. Yeah, what are those, Kyle? All right, so if you pre-order at GameStop, you're going to get an exclusive 
serialized Shinra keycard and collectible tin box. Actually, that's pretty cool. So I work at Shinra. This would be my key card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's actually that's a pretty cool it's item. A collectible item. Yeah, like an in-universe item, though. That's what I like about One it. One of their most popular store items is the Final Fantasy VII Shinra business card holder. From Square Enix store, you saw like this. So this isn't coming before from nowhere, Square Enix. Before saying. Square Enix used to have like their the store they front they have now. Okay. The old store front used to be only imports from Japan, mm-hmm. and, cool and, and it was really took a while, and it was really expensive. And the Shinra card holder was like one of their best sellers. It would always be sold Damn. out, and you have to get on the waiting list for it, and you finally get it. They brought it back. It's back on the waiting list again because so many people have like already bought it, and it's pretty much sold out. Do you own one of these? I have one, but like part of it's faded, so I'd love to get oh. another one because it was from the original store. Yeah. Um, but like it was like it looked cool. It's like yo, the Shinra logo. Yes. It's like one of the Doesn't coolest. Doesn't look cooler that's faded though. It means it's, it's no, more realistic. No, it actually it's use, it, it looks. Gotta have a new one for the remake, yeah. Jones. Just like Midgard's advanced, but yeah. it's a little rusty. You know. I'll bring I'll bring it in sometime. We can have the everyone judge. Sure. Whether no, it looks I'll better than judge the fit. Yeah. Brad will make the final yeah. call on that. Yes, please. But yeah, like this, there's just something about Final Fantasy VII merchandise and like the 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 Shinra Electric Power Company's logo that for some of us who grew up with it, it's like just. Awesome. It's cool. Yes. Having anything to do with that. Now, having like a replica key card has nothing to do with like any advantage in the game, no in-game content. Exactly. But it's like, yo, this is going on a shelf somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's going to be displayed because that is cooler than a, most 90% of pre-order bonuses out there. I can't remember what room I was in back in the game trailers days, but I saw uh, when Arkham Asylum came out, there was a key card from one of the guys at Arkham Asylum that was like his key card that he used at Arkham oh, Asylum. Oh, cool. And it was just like, it was all like Hoffman's like shelf or something i was like oh, oh and he was like oh you can take that i'm like you don't want this <laughs> and like still got it it's in my desk it's just cool it's just neat to yeah just, w- like when it's in the world when it's yes. something that they yeah. would actually use it, it that's uh, pretty fun seeing it brought to life uh to say what level key card because it's part of the uh, now getting too much spoilers it's a part of a significant part of the game that will probably be in part one of the remake and uh, everyone knows about the original version going to get all the different level key cards. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's a cool thing that is representative of something in game as well. That's like an important part of the gameplay. <laughs> Kyle's sleuthing it up right I now. I've never seen him that Whoa. close to his laptop. Wow. Kyle is literally like face to face with I the glass. I cannot confirm what level the key card okay. is, unfortunately. Oh, it does say staff on it. Nice. <laughs> Kyle's checking it again. Are you, so are you gonna? Bu- you're, so you're telling me you, this whole segment is just about you going so to GameStop? I, I have it. I pre-ordered this thing at Amazon when the generic listing went up sure. back when it was announced. Yeah. But it can easily cancel that and switch it to this just to like, get that key card. Mm-hmm. I, Amazon, if Amazon has no special bonus pre-order thing, I'm switching it. It's to taking this. his money elsewhere. Damiani yeah, yeah, is going game. to GameStop. I'm getting, getting that key card. Wow. Yeah, get that key card. Will GameStop? Still exists when this game comes out. Hopefully. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, they have been closing a lot of stores right. lately. Will they and still been, be kicking? There have been rumors I think that they're shutting down. Items, though, too. For, aren't those, for like the Super Intense Edition? Aren't those localized just to like which version of the game you buy? They're no not idea. store exclusive, right? There's three versions I think you can maybe, buy. Yeah. And the best version, I think, is the only, the most expensive one, I think, is the only one you get the like square, the Carbuncle Summon. There's yes. like a Chocobo Summon, a Carbuncle Summon. A baby Chocobo. Yeah, but you can't get the Carbuncle unless you buy like the really expensive one, which Let's comes with the cloud, a... <laughs> full replica cloud on the motorcycle, Yeah, which is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So this is GameStop has this. Yeah, it just has the yes. card. Yeah. Yeah. But you, and you can get it online. 
I just imagine you ordering it online, and there's like a little checkbox at the bottom, like, "Is this up your craw?" And you just, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Just want to say it is. I, just up for the my record, craw. it is. Um, no on the mailing list. Yes, it's up my craw. What was the other bonuses again? Did you say those? Yeah, Best Buy was ten dollars yeah. off. It's oh. like, what would you rather have, this card or ten dollars? They should call it like the Shinra discount. Yes. The Shinra employee discount. Employee discount. Yeah. Oh, that's ten dollars. Yeah. That's yeah. too good. Uh, and then the PlayStation stories, you get a theme. I want that. Which theme. you can't buy independently. I know. Get, oh, yeah, it kills me, dude. Yeah, it might come available. Eventually. Bunch of games do that. Where you just can't. You already have a Final Fantasy VII remake. But I theme. want that one too. Yeah. What do you think this one is? It's Sephiroth. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, that is the one. Okay. Yep. You said enough. Yeah. So, Brad, you're going to PlayStation Store. Damiani's going to GameStop. I don't GameStop. know what I'm doing yet. Nah. <laughs> Jones, where are you pre-ordering? Well, I'm not... I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Jones, figure what, it out! What, did I, what was the last time I pre-ordered? I don't... Oof. You don't remember. I don't Shoot, I don't know much. if I do either. Because it's a digital... Like, yeah. Most of us buy digital nowadays. Even, like, digital, I'll pre-order sometimes, especially on Nintendo. Just if get you that get 9 something. PM. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? It was Hitman 2 because we got the sniper game. Nice. There you yep. go. I will yeah. trade... That expensive Final Fantasy 15 Collector's Edition, the big box one, yeah, for one of the Final Fantasy 7 remake ones. Oh, do you think they'll let you just trade it in one for one? <laughs> yeah. I think the Final Fantasy 7 was like way more, was more than that. I don't was. know. It's like $400, dude. Okay, that's more. I don't think the Final Fantasy 15 The 15 was, was like... Yeah, it, it's expensive, dude. One of my worst I, I had it pre-ordered and I canceled it because I was like, I cannot spend this much money on oh, yeah, this, dude. Seventh, I, yeah, yeah, I just had the I was like, what am I going to do this huge cloud statue? It's sick, but what yeah. am I gonna, like, we're just, the only thing we do is put it right on the table yeah. for something. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I'm not spending that much yeah, money on that. I don't dig statues usually like that. If you got a house, you, you got a house. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I'd prefer either <laughs> smaller trinket things that are cool, looking, like the, the key card. Yeah. yeah. You know what the best pre-order bonus was Wind Waker? Where you oh, got obviously. like the, all the Zelda games on the GameCube thing? Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Master Quest, the first ever US availability of Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Oh, Get out of here! So good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like again, that's why I got Hitman. Like that game, like Star Fox Two. On that the, is on the uh, SNES Classic. It's like oh the thing, man, yeah. I got gotta get it. Yep. Uh, it is now time for this week in Joker news. Mm. Oh, this is still going. Yeah, Joker doesn't take Christmas off, okay. man. Yeah, uh, this week, the Joker bought up. All the Baby Yoda merch, and then he drew wrinkles on them with a paintbrush. They already got wrinkles. Yeah, he has wrinkles. He like drew. He more like, wrinkles. Yeah, like, like apparently he made it look like regular Yoda. Oh. He drew so many wrinkles oh. that he made Baby Did he Yoda hair on it too. Yeah, I guess so. Like, oh. yeah, I guess. I mean, like, deeper down. You know, he, yeah. To be honest, you can just go buy a Yoda thing and like put a blanket on him and. You got Baby Yoda. You're good. I think that might have been like the Joker's point. He's kind of <laughs> twisted like this, John. You're all fools. Yeah. Buying into the market. I, I think that was the Joker's joke this time. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that's wrong because people obviously wanted that Baby Yoda merch. Hey. I, I can. That is actually very Joker. Not to like reinforce you with your stupid. Bit, but like, <laughs> that's such a quintessential Joker moment of just like, can't you picture Joker like telling Batman yeah. like, "Do you want these baby Yodas?" And Batman's like, "What's well, baby Yoda?" And he's just like, I "Oh, thought... Bat- never mind." Batman. <laughs> uh, you see those one-inch ones? No. That was Joker's doing as well. What is one inch what? So one inch baby Yoda. People want so many baby Yoda merchandise yes. that the the first one, the plushy one's not really a plush. So people got angry. He's uh-huh. like, Oh, you want a more authentic one? Sure. Here is a set of five of them that are like one inch tall. 
but they're more accurate. Is this real or joker these are These are real. This Joke- is a real thing I can go buy. Real, real thing you can buy. One in- five one-inch tall baby They're Yodas. like different, like one of them's like the drink pose. One of it is like in like the <laughs> little thing, the carrying, the uh-huh. floating carrying Treat thing. Treat it like Pikachu. Yeah. I've just never seen such an instance so of small. desperate, like this this red alarm going off that, oh, we were not prepared for the merchandise. Well, no, no, no. Toys don't sell as well as they used to. Yeah. And you so, like, so they like we got something. you are yeah. not buying their explanation for why there was no merch. Oh, what was their explanation? Because they said the number one way things leak in the movie industry is merch. Yeah, they didn't oh. want baby. They didn't want the child leaked ahead of time till fans got. Or Fair enough. People you know saw maybe, it. Maybe I as do buy it. And they, as soon as the episode yeah. aired, they greenlit. They go, okay, put in the order for the merch and hmm. start putting merch pre-orders up now. It's so funny. I just watched Return of the Jedi last night, and it's so fun. I love Return so much, and I love that everybody hated the Ewoks because it's just like these are for kids. These little teddy bears. I don't want this stuff. And it's like there's like a cuteness arms race going on in Star Wars right now. It was like BB-8, and then it was Porgs, uh, and then it was Porgs, mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. BD-1 came along. We all loved BD-1. I still love BD-1. Yeah, I don't know what that BD-1, BD-1 merch is waiting. I don't know what they're waiting all on sold that. Out. Yeah, I need my BD-1 it, backpack. It sells out. Uh, they don't have it. There's no like, there's no real BD one anything. They messed up, dude. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then it was. <laughs> I feel bad for this uh, Rise of the Skywalker droid. I don't even know his name. Oh the, yeah, the one little one wheelie I mean, guy. Green thing. He's like didn't even have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they are pushing. Maybe <laughs> Yoda toy came along. Hard. Right. Step aside. They were pushing that toy hard on the Disney shop. Yeah. I was really annoyed. Oh, the new droid. Because I was trying to find BB eight stuff, and it's like they're pushing that droid. I'm like, that is not the droid I'm looking for. <laughs> nice, Damiani. It's now time for love and respect. Love and respect. You know what? This one is more of a correction, but why not? It's also a a follow-up, and you know I love follow-ups. This is from Default Option, who had a successful Dear Santa last week. Uh, Elnar, hey, allies. So I have a short follow-up for a Santa's advisory game. Apparently, a week after I wrote this question... The new Modern Warfare got a game mode announced called Crank that is a team deathmatch where you have 30 seconds to get a kill or you explode. Not exactly the same, but similar enough. It comes out on December 18th. Apparently they had it in Call of Duty Ghosts 2. Sorry, Santa, no re-gifts. Cool. Mm. And you know what the name comes from? The movie Crank. Yeah. Yeah. Just hoping people remember that excellent. And Crank 2. Yeah. I've never seen either of them. but Bruce Willis. Uh, Hey, allies, I have a question. Who is Jeff Keeley? I know he's a founder of the Game Awards, and he gets mentioned sometimes on this podcast or by the Allies, but beyond that, I have no idea who he is. How do you all know him? Feels good. Who does he work for? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a bit? Who sent you? Who sent you? I don't think this is known. Who works for him? It's fair, yeah. What is his job title? His name comes up often enough that I know he's a big name in the industry, but I just don't know what he's done to yeah, get man. such a big name, Eleanor Dan. That's the thing, is I actually get it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, well, I like, get that. In, that's that's true of gaming. You know, It's like mm-hmm. you make fun of me all the time because I think you have your ear to the ground a little bit more with esports people. And like when they gave out that award at Game Awards, I was like, wow, I don't... <laughs> I think maybe I've heard some of these names, oh, but I certainly don't yeah. follow some of these people. And like that's what's funny about this industry. It is a, it is a small industry, but there are still just massive... You know, like 
is Lineage 2 still online? There's so many things. There's so many communities. Like, you know, it's, or like even EVE Online is something that, like, I just, I love from afar. But, like, I'm not in that community. I don't know the big players. I don't know the names of the factions. Like, I don't know when the next update's happening. So it's, it's like a big biz and a small biz. So I'm not surprised. That's, and that's also kind of the, the mystique of Keeley. Yeah. Is that it's like, what? I, who is this guy? Um, Brad. Yeah. Who is Jeff Keeley? I, so... I don't know Jeff Keeley like you guys did. I never really worked with him ever. Oh, right. So yeah. I believe he originally he was like a journalist. I just remember like the things he did with Valve way back in the day with like Half-Life and stuff. That's where I remember mm-hmm. him from. Yeah. Then I remember him as like just kind of the host of Bonus Round. Just some kind of guy to me that just loved video games and just kind of worked up the ladder with it all. So, but yeah, I don't know Jeff as well as you guys do. Mm-hmm. The, f- the craziest thing about Keeley is Keeley has so much exp- – well, there's lots of crazy things. Maybe this might not be the craziest. Yeah. But this always cracks me up. Keeley has a YouTube channel. Yes. Do you know what is Keeley's YouTube channel? I just called it a YouTube yep, channel. What's it called? Game Slice. Game Slice. Yes. Game Slice? That's like his brand. Slice That's like his – like, you know uh, – uh, I've never heard of this. I right. know. And so like, he posts up – he'll post, like, you know, Game Awards stuff and, like, just fun videos, like, up on there. And, like, I think we have more subs than Game Slice. Mm-hmm. And yet this guy has more connections basically than anyone – anyone that does not directly work for a game publisher or developer. He's the most connected human being in this industry, period. Mm-hmm. But he kind of – he doesn't work for anybody. He works for himself. Right. And so he, and he produces his own stuff. And, like, that, that's what's special about the Game Awards is that, like, that came – that was like the, the prequels, man. That mm-hmm. just came directly out of his pocket because he believed in it and he knew he had the connections to pull it off. So when you see that advisory board, you know, like none of those people are reluctantly like, all right, I'll be on your advisory board. They're all like, oh, great. Yeah. You know, like he can, you know, call up like the head of Activision, the head of Blizzard, the head of Square Enix, the head of, and they're like, oh, hi, Jeff. Like, mm-hmm. they know him. Mm-hmm. Keeley's first job, though, uh, writing uh, uh, instruction manuals. Cool. Look at this guy with his Keeley trivia. Love it. That I, is I would so love that. to go back and like read some of those. I want to see some of those were like, like Battlefront might have been one. I remember he might have like had an in with Pandemic or, or Lucas. Wow. Back in the day. Um, yeah. And then just did a lot of documentary stuff. And, and that's the thing about Kojima is like, this is not a new thing. Like he, when Metal Gear Solid 1 launched, like he was like making documentaries with Kojima. Uh, and the guy just is like, loves games, loves the industry, but loves the people in this industry, specifically mm-hmm. the executives, the people that make these hard decisions. You know, people like Reggie. That's why he just could not stop talking about Reggie at the Game Awards. And you're like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. We don't even know what he's here to talk about or really what Reggie's up to nowadays beyond just, like, making speeches at colleges and stuff. Um, but he's just so, so tied in. I think he's a full-on professor, Reggie. Uh, good for Reggie. Yeah. Cornell, man. Sick. But, um, yeah, and specifically with, with us, uh, Keeley, uh, as Brad mentioned, hosted Bonus Round. Uh, was one of the first, like, shows we really got up and running at Game Trailers past doing reviews and, and stuff like he came in and was um, you know like I, we want to get um, you know a, a panel show and so like that was him really bringing in like all of those names and stuff and the bonus round never earned it was never like a big show for us it was just like you know it was the Keeley show it was for him to yeah. come in and, and you know throw these things out there and get like interesting conversations going and so like a lot of people that I bump into like Andy McNamara from Game Informers one where he's, he's a classic bonus round you know panelist and like that's how I met Andy and he was just like oh yeah I remember bonus round a lot and like you know has fond memories that was his connection to game trailers but like it never none of those discussions ever like trended mm-hmm. that was never you know it was not like you know Kotaku or Polygon where it was like whoa did you hear what happened on bonus rounds right but he stuck with it for a long time yeah and I think it was really when you know Viacom and then later Defy Media like put that pressure on of like this this puppy's got to earn if we're going to keep it around yes um, but he, he uh, was the head of game trailers for a little bit 
So about you, half a year. You might have to fill me in on some some Keeley gaps I have, Jones. So uh, GTTV was the TV show yes. on Spike, Correct. which is a, a cable network that was no longer network, exists. Yeah. Oh, I remember yes. that now. Yep. So uh, that was the combination, I feel like, of two shows. So Daniel Kaiser and Amanda McKay, yeah. they came from a separate show that was not called GTTV. What was that show? GT Weekly. GT Weekly. Yeah. Got it. Excuse me? And then so Keeley comes in <laughs> yeah. and hosts GTTV, and those two become co-hosts of his show. Right. What was that about? Uh, uh, Keeley used to have a uh, – I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but Ke- we um, – just going back, I remember – Oh, I love this stuff. Uh, going to New York to meet with MTV Networks because it was – there's so many brands that came and went. Technically, Game Trailers was acquired by MTV Networks, but MTV Networks obviously was under the Viacom umbrellas. We mm. were technically purchased with Viacom money, but it was through people at MTV that found us, that, that's, that scouted us, and that called us out. Oh, even further back, Brandon Jones was a co-founder of GameTrailers.com. Right. So right. It, was, it was me and me and my buddy Jeff. We yes. went out to New York with John Slusser, who was uh, instrumental in GT Weekly. That was his baby. Got he it. like wanted to have a weekly show, and he was like, "You want to work on this with me?" And I was like, "No." The Slusser. I'm going to do reviews. That Slusser. That's Slusser. Uh, that's that's Slusser's Slusser. brother. That's Slusser's oh, okay. brother. Yes. Oh, not Rob. Ooh. Yeah, right. His Rob brother Slusser Rob Slusser was yeah. man. Cool. Yes. It's all <laughs> coming together. It's a yes. small industry. It's all yeah. coming together. Um, but uh, uh, and we went to New York, and when we were there in New York, in our hotel room, Gamehead premiered. Gamehead. Thank Gamehead was on. G4? Yes. Okay. G4. And the G and Gamehead had the same number of boxes as the G and Game trailers, and it blew our minds. And I remember I remember Slusser watching Gamehead and being like, who's this Keeley guy? And we're yeah. like, oh, you get to know Keeley. Yeah, Keeley's been, he's the, you know, he's friends with all the people. And he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this guy. And I think Slusser like reached out and was like, hey, come on in, let's do let's do GTTV together. So it was kind of like game, so like, but the th- Gamehead seems like a you know a weird almost like risque like you know title for a game show or a, a video game show but um uh the idea around it was that keely was the game head you know that he was the you know he's got all these stories and all these partnerships and all these relationships take a step inside the brain of jeff keely on game head i would love to watch this show and so yeah uh I mean, I would highly doubt it exists anymore. Maybe there's some bootleg yeah. clips you could find on on, on the internet. You, I'm sorry, you witnessed Lusser saying, "I need Keeley." Yeah, like in a hotel room, watching the premiere of Game. We were all watching it, like, <laughs> "Okay, what do you got?" You know, it was like <laughs> yeah. early days of game trailers. We yeah. were very antagonistic toward IGN, toward Gamespot, toward, sure. you know, like toward yeah. all these websites. Like, that's how you do reviews. All right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Hey, if you can't beat them, join them." And and especially if we were going to be, you know, switching over to Viacom, he was like, "Ooh, you know, let's." Uh, Let's get a hold of this guy. And I think it might have been like a half a year before he came in, then did bonus round, and then uh, started GTTV. So GT Weekly was never on TV. GT Weekly was never on TV. It was just exclusive to GameTrails.com. And GTTV solved one of the major longstanding issues throughout the, the life of Game Trailers that it was one of my biggest regrets if we went back to 2002 and we founded Game Trailers. I would have created GameTrailers.com, made that uh-huh. just an aggregate website, and then made something else like called Easy Allies and made that the thing that reviewed games and had a podcast and did other stuff because the name game trailers pissed everyone off. Like they hated it yes. because they were like game trailers is a thing. Who, who are you? And we're like, Oh, we're game trailers. I know GT for short. And they were like, Oh, GT. Mm-hmm. Okay. That we can do something with. And we're like, yeah. what? And so it like, just never made sense to us because we were just like film majors. We just like, didn't get, you know, we didn't, we didn't get the game like Keely does. Right. And so when we had a show called GT TV, like, all of a sudden, people were interested. All of a sudden, they were, oh, yeah. well, I want to get on that TV thing you got. Right. And I was like, okay. 
That's where that was it's my like entry this weird point spike to all this. network and like all right, yeah, that's I was an employee of yeah. GTTV right? is where I got into all this stuff. I yeah. was a production assistant on and that here show. Here we are today. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> it came full circle. Right. Well, no, sorry. So that was like, this is Keeley origin. So, because yeah. this is why I think he gets to do the Game Awards, because he creates this connection with Spike TV through GTTV, and then they do the, the VGAs on Spike. Right. Uh, Which people still call the Game Awards the VGAs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Jacksepticeye. I was like, going to the VGAs tonight. It was like, bummer, really? Yeah. Five, five years later? Okay. It's a, it is completely <laughs> different. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Keeley was able to leverage those connections he made from producing that show into creating the Game Awards. I don't think they would yeah. have happened without each other. And so really, yeah, making those horrible Spike shows is how he gets to make the shows that he wants to today. And really? But I claim no credit, nor will, you know, on behalf of anyone that worked at Game Trailers for giving anything to Keeley. Like that, mm, that guy, I think you should. That guy, I just, no, there's no way. He'd that be guy, nothing without you. That guy hustles so hard. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is so it's like, so there, there's insane. this guy who does the Game Awards once a year, and we see him again at E3, and then it's like, where does he go? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what it looks like. It's like, what is he doing for the rest of the, and so it is, he is like a weird persona in the video games world. But you like can get like, a little taste of it, though, because he loves to talk about this. I can't remember what game it was. Uh, where he was like, he's like, okay, so we got that new uh, game that was announced, played it last week, it's coming along, it's yeah, great. And you're yeah. like, you did what now? Yeah. You know, and it's like, he will do that. He'll like be tweeting out, he's like, oh, I, you know, stopped by some dev and hung out with them and played some game. Yeah, wasn't it Half-Life Alex he played? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is so good at keeping secrets, he's so good, and they trust him. Mm -hmm. And like, that's a rare thing, we just talked about Capcom leaks, and it's a rare thing in this, in this business that you can trust someone like that who knows everybody, he doesn't pick favorites. That's why when I, I mentioned a couple weeks back that Kojima, like all that exposure is Kojima, Asking for that exposure through Keeley, not necessarily Keeley being like, everyone step aside. Here's my friend Kojima. You know, like he, you talked about Reggie nonstop. You talked about, you know, pitch, you know, sold that Vin Diesel walking out on stage for, you know, every single time they went to commercials. Stick around, stick around, because no. I worked real hard to get Vin Diesel on this stage. So when he goes away, that's what he's doing. I'm going to say traveling he around the world. I'm going to say he does pick favorites though. He clearly likes Reggie more than the other presenters. He clearly likes Kojima. You know what I mean? Like there's mm. there's something a little more there. I think he likes them because they show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he wants to give them credit for showing up. Sure. Because I think a lot of people don't. You know, Doug Bowser didn't go out on stage. <laughs> I mean, he was there, he wasn't he? He didn't. But it's not like we, he was invited and said no. How do you know? I don't know. That one I, I actually you know do I mean? not know. Like, yes, yeah. Did nobody from Blizzard came out on stage. You know, it's like there there are some people in this industry that do that. Like Reggie, it's fascinating to watch Norman Reedus come out and be like, uh, cue cards, oh here's God. the award. <laughs> and, this is like, and this is like an actor, right? Uh, yeah. that's, what's, that's what's fascinating about actors, yeah. man. Yeah. Actors are so good. Like Norman Reedus is really, really good. Yeah. Norman Reedus can make me weep, yeah. but the guy can't read a teleprompter. Whereas like you have Reggie come out and Reggie just destroys it. You know, it's like just a like, different skill, I guess. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like I know he rehearsed this. Yeah. I know he's reading a script, but I feel what he's saying. Like he has that, you know. It's a skill that we try to develop here. You know, we try to like talk about the things that are pertinent. You know, talk, be honest and transparent. But at the same time, you know, there's stuff that we have planned for next year that we're not talking about. There's stuff that you know still behind the scenes that we're working on. Yeah. In the same way, and like it's a, it's an interesting kind of you know mix. And and you have some people that are better at that than others, and that's the people that Keeley. Hey, get out on stage. Make mm -hmm. this industry look good. Yeah. He loves doing that. I think that's like his best thing is that he makes, that's what pisses me off about so much about E3, just like 
slipping, you know, the last couple of years is that it's just like we don't have many opportunities to just call out TV and comics and print and movies and everything and be like, look out, here come the games, you know, not I just because of sales, not just because of stuff, but like, look at what we do, man. Look at, you know, I think legitimately like all of these shows, like the Golden Globes and the Oscars and Tonys and like everything that has less, even like the Super Bowl, it's like it has like less viewers every year or it has like a roller coaster ride. And the Game Awards just more and more and more and more and more every year. And admittedly, a lot of people like when that last announcement happens, they tune out, they even watch the game of the year get announced. They're just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm here. Oh, fast and Furious, I'm out. You mm-hmm. know, but they watched, you know, mm-hmm. Keely gets it. So I'm happy that he's there. I'm happy that he's kind of the ambassador in a weird way of like explaining to other people. We've all been there. We've all, you know, had to explain our weird jobs to our families or friends or somebody else in this business. Every time I have to fill out like occupation, it's like uh video maker, I guess, you know. So Keely makes us look good. Yeah. Content producer. That's Jeff I Keely. With. But he's also a mystery. If you're like, who is who was that masked man? It's like that's oh yeah, Jeff Keighley right off at the sunset. Mm-hmm. See you next year. Yeah, what is what is he like? Is I have no idea. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I want to play a game. Let me see if I can find a game for us. Okay, yeah, we got a game r- really quick. Hi guys, here's a quick game I call "What Comes First," where the panel chooses which of these events they think will happen before the others. Here we go. Number oh, this one. This is a great Damiani game. Yeah, this is good. Oh, this is like I love dates for Damiani. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is prediction. Yeah. Prediction. Okay. Uh. All right. Which will come first? A game announcement from WB Montreal or Rocksteady? Uh, WB Montreal. Yeah. I'm going to go with Montreal, too. I'll pick Rocksteady. Okay. Well, I need Y's. So we can't just shoot those oh. out there. I mean, I feel like Montreal already jumped the gun a little bit. They teased. Yeah. The- Rocksteady is not teased. Nothing yet. Yeah. So, like, they got something yep. that they're willing to show at least mm-hmm. soon. Yes. It's misdirection. Could be. I don't know why WB Montreal seems cross-gen to me. Oh. It just feels that way. Okay. I think I think that game's going to be the, 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 the overall kind of crowd-pleaser, like, more specifically comic-focused if it is Court of Owls, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, it's, it's just kind of, like, you know, ties into a lot of stuff going on, with, you know, at DC right now. Whereas, like, I think that we still have no idea even what that IP is. And I'm still, I'm not, I don't want to emotionally get tied to that Rock City game being a Batman anything. Yes. You know, as, as a matter of fact, I kind of, if I had to choose, I would like them to do something else. Cool. You know, it's it's fun. It's fun when, when you know, uh, uh, Naughty Dog move on to Uncharted. You know, it's fun when Sucker Punch moved on to Infamous. You know, it's like, so it's neat. Uh, or, you know, Ghost of Tsushima. So it's like, I would love that if it was, if it was his own IP. Like, oh boy, that would be so exciting. Uh, did... Arkham Origins come out after Arkham City. It yeah. did, right? Yes. Yeah. It was between City and Night. And that's Montreal as well, right? Mm-hmm. Arkham yes. Origins. So it's it's kind of like their role in a sad way. Mm-hmm. It's like you, okay, you wrap up this generation <laughs> while we like start working on our next gen. Yeah. They haven't had anything for a while, right? That was their last no. game. Yeah. So last game, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long so, yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see it being cross gen too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. I, I, Rocksteady, I mean, WB Montreal, that's either going to be at these console reveal events we assume are happening early in the year or E3, but like it's just locking in, right? It's We're, we're going to see what that game is in 2020. Mm. Rocksteady, who knows? I think it'll be on just any given Sunday. I think it's just going to be some random day. Sure. The trailer's going to come out. Uh, which will come first? Game reveal of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, hmm. Final Fantasy XVI, or A New Kingdom Hearts. Which will come first? Uh, part two. Part two, yeah. Part two. What? Yeah, yeah dude. They already said they're working on part two mm-hmm. publicly. You've heard nothing about New Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I mean, you're I talking about anything that's that, not DLC. I've seen Yozora. Yeah. 
But that's still like you're talking about like beyond DLC. Like yes. talking about Game Boy Four or something yes. with another numbered decimal point after uh-huh. it. Yeah. Uh, no, that'll be a while. Well, because we're months away from seven launching. So we're it's gonna be in. Two. Yeah, it's no, it's gonna be in seven. It's there's gonna be a part two tease in seven. Oh my god, you wish. Are you kidding me, man? When you finish that game, like coming soon. I think Final Fantasy, oh. Final Fantasy, 16, <laughs> oh, Final yeah, Fantasy 16 at this point has to also be next gen. Mm-hmm. Or, so they won't show anything off this year for it, I bet. I feel like. I don't and, know and, if they'll yeah. tease part two. I don't know, John. I'm willing to take this bet, I think. I don't I, think I've gotten way more seven by this point than I thought we were going to get. True. So it's just I, I put it in that camp. Oh, I don't know if they'll it's, tease it's, it. It's going to show game. up quicker than we are anticipating. I bet by E3 or end of like by fall, some fall event, we see a part two teaser. Just like something from it. I know it's got to be just, a shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. one, right, like another right. like one, a character who like a new one of the new playable characters who wasn't in part one will show them. It could be a close up of Cloud's like, eyeball, Sid. and they yeah. just say part yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, oh, this is an easy one. Game reveal of the next Witcher or Half Life Three, which comes first? The next Witcher. Yeah, because yeah, don't play. Happen. Don't even play around. Yeah. And also, I think Next Witcher is Siri. in development right now, probably. Probably, yeah. Right? They've been like, working on Cyberpunk forever. Yeah. Like, I believe there are, there'll be yeah. seeds yeah. of Witcher 4 in Cyberpunk. There'll be like, some sign. Oh, they, don't they love some, that? There'll yes. be some billboard that glitches out every like hour yeah. and 20 minutes. <laughs> Dude, I bet you'll see, you could frame. easily see Siri in Cyberpunk. She could show up in that game. Yeah. Because yeah. she like talks yeah, yeah. about it in 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry, I gotta go do a thing. Give me your gun. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> and then, ooh, ooh, and then Witcher 4 loads your cyberpunk save. Ooh. And so that gun you gave to Siri shows, uh, yes, yeah. Okay. She's got a Switch. So, have you seen this console? <laughs> okay. Why not? Uh, a new Shin Megami Tensei 5 trailer or <laughs> Persona 6 reveal. I think you'll see Shin Megami Tensei sure. 5. Ooh, yeah, I'd go Shin Megami I always Tensei lean on the 5. one we know about. Oh, sure. I mean, th- th- we've had two trailers for that game. If it's the Persona track record, it's going to be a long yeah, time. Yeah, Persona 6, 6 is probably yeah. coming out like yeah. a year or two into the n- yeah the new systems. Yeah. It's probably like Persona 6? Yes. Persona 6, I feel like, will come near the end of... Yeah, the, it's like two the, or three years away minimum, mm-hmm. I would yeah. say. Yeah, because yeah. 5 overall worked out well. Oh, yeah. But they're doing a different right? game mm-hmm. right now. So or next, why rush it? Like they did with Catherine, they did a in- game in between Persona 4 and 5. Is that confirmed they're doing a different Yeah, thing? it's like that medieval one. They showed the art for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so they'll do okay. that, yeah, then they'll go to 6. Yeah. Sure, probably. They'll make another dancing game. Yeah, I think they already did them. They did the dancing games already. Yeah, we got, yeah. We got a 3, gotta 4, do more. and 5. <laughs> yeah, count on it. That'd be cool to know a fighting game. Uh, Nintendo Switch successor or PS5 or Xbox Series X slim version. Switch no. successor is so now a we're talking Switch about a powerful. Like, yeah, we're talking about the Switch Two. Mm. So we're not. I think we're not even talking about twenty twenty one. I feel like we're talking about twenty twenty two. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I bet the Slims come first. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Slims seem to come very soon after the release mm, of like the new console. Half, yeah. Two years. I'm. I'm. I might. My thinking is a switch, a proper a switch two will probably be two to two and a half years after the launch Cosmos. next year. So mm-hmm. like twenty twenty two, the end of twenty two to sometime twenty twenty three would be my guess. Hmm. So slim, I would guess, would be like the latest twenty twenty two. So I think it'll just either just slightly beat out switch two, 
by like a month or two or something, or it'll be a, a decent gap of like like six to eighteen months. Well, that's tough because with the Series X weirdness of them being like this is they're like iPhones now they're not necessarily it like could the slim could come really soon what do we yeah. what, what do we mean slim yeah, is that fair. is the S a slim is that the Xbox slim is that the S that's a smaller right. version yeah yeah Lockhart? no I mean the one we have now the the, the white Xbox the Xbox yes, One S Xbox is slim yeah. yeah yeah that's a slim oh, yeah sure. I think Xbox okay well yeah that's fair in like two months they love it yeah well, it, they you know, love like, iterations yeah uh a perfect ten. From Easy Allies Oop. for but. a Sonic game okay. <laughs> or a sports game. Wait, wait, wait. For well, a, a, a perfect 10 for one of those games? Yeah. Sorry. We don't really review sports games, so I'm going to say ca- Sonic no matter what. Do you count That's ra- a solid, yeah. Do you count racing in sports? I do. Then racing. Oh, okay. Then sports. Bloodworth, dude. Oh, I can see him, dude. Yeah. I can't see Bloodworth giving a 10. Brand Forza 7. New, Forza yeah, brand 7. new next gen Forza, uh, no. dude. Didn't he pump the brakes on Witcher Three? I don't see him doing it because they didn't give tens at. We didn't give tens at uh, game trailers. Yeah, we've given tens. I know. I gave something a ten. He gave something ten. I haven't pulled it yet. Jones will do tens. I'll do tens. Yeah, Jones. Will, <laughs> yeah, I just. I, I think <laughs> Bloodworth could do a ten. I could see him giving if Cyberpunk. Jonesy. He could give Cyberpunk hey, a ten. That, just for the record, yeah. everyone. I'll I'll do tens. Oh my god. That, that Camelot that Camelot Mario Golf game. Ten. With ten. RPG oh. will be a ten. Jones, a ten. Yeah, Blood ten. will be like, this is a pleasure. Dude, jo- Blood will give Metroid Prime 4. GTA 6 will have racing in it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Uh <laughs> this last one. Too meta, but hey, I set it up already, so we have to do it. Uh Joker News ends <laughs> or Kyle gets a new nickname. Joker, news Joker ends. ends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You think that's not even coming around? I think you'll just be not in twenty twenty. You'll just be <laughs> Bossman forever. Oh no! I'm thinking they're referring the to the Dark Prince, Prince of Nerd of Media. Nerd oh, right. yeah. I forgot about Which that. Is, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. yeah I, I like know. how they said gets like you just woke up one morning and were dubbed it. Yes. You know? Like somebody came up with a sword and literally like christened you the Dark Prince. I'm, yes. Yeah. You know what's impressive is huh. you gave yourself that nickname right. and yes. it caught on. Usually nicknames ca- catch on by other people giving you something out of your control. Right. Right. It's not but you're like, no. Yep. In fact, I think it's pathetic when people try to give themselves a nickname. You know? Like, call me Moose. It's like, it's not happening. Call buddy. me Moose. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, I don't Lander. know. It's just like something works about mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. Something works. Uh, yeah, Kyle. I think it might dro- Joker fans might drop off, but like they're gonna come right back with Joker two. Oh my god! The resurgence. Yeah, there's gonna be a sequel. There will be a resurgence, so there's a chance it will drop off before you change <clears throat> your nickname. So but they will be back. Jo- is Joker two happening? Yeah, of co- I mean, yeah, of course. Of course it's it's the Joker and his fans are like they have oh, spoken. God. Yeah, and how do you think he bought can- all those? Uh, child dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is well funded. But it's like <laughs> he's leaving the clues. So uh there's the nude Batman coming with Robert. Nude Batman. The nude Batman with Robert <laughs> yeah. Pattinson. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that cast. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. As he does that's, ten. That's I think very new. I heard this. I don't know if this is true, but I heard this. What? As like Two Face. I don't know if that's true. But that's what I heard. The casting announcements seem crazy for this. Are they mm. avoiding the Joker in this movie? Probably. Oh, of course. Probably. 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 Joker's really? been like a weird situation. He's in a very weird situation. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, he could show up. They don't need him necessarily for this movie. He could show up in a different way. Yeah, he won't be present. They'll just have Joker fans. Oh, yeah. my God. Nah. They will. The Jokers they will. They with a Z, that. like They from love doing little teases. I feel like Batman Begins did little Joker teases, right? Yeah, they at did the, at the yeah. end. Yeah. The card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's just call too card. cute. That is the definition of too cute. They'll do it. Be careful, Pattinson. Keep your clothes on, buddy. Um, <laughs> okay, let's do... Oh, even before Or Wars, even before we get nuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to give the panel an opportunity, because I think a lot of podcasts right now are doing like 2019 year in review, decade in review. I'm like not that kind of, like I don't, I don't not program that way. Sure. But um, I do want to give the panel an opportunity to say like what 2019 like was to you in the world of video games. What was 2019? Um... I would say it's it was the culmination of build up for me. Whoa. For like because well, like, you know, as a Kingdom Hearts fan, I've been waiting forever, man. Yes. And it came yes. out this year. Cool. And I liked it. So it's like, yes, that's good for me. And that lasted for that the whole year? That's that feel, good feeling? I'm still feeling good, man. That's really cool. And I got Brad. Sekiro baby. I got mm-hmm. Ari too. I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Things became that you thought were impossible or would never happen became a reality. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3. Shenmue. Uh, Shenmue. Shenmue 3 actually really sure? We got hands-on with Final Fantasy VII Remake. This thing I've that, played this, it, this thing that, like It's never happening. It's yeah. just not happening yeah, ever. Yeah, you played it this year. And yeah. we played a thing called... It might never come out, but we could say we have played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and obviously Resident Evil Animal Lit Crossing 2. release date. <laughs> <laughs> not on that same level, uh, but sure, Jones. Hey, you, got yeah, Red, yeah. you got Red Dead on PC, Jones. Yeah. It's a nice little yeah. feather in your cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breath of the Wild... Annou- a a Zelda announcement where they actually show off something significant in not, the first not ever a announcement. Art. Not concept art, not a title, not some like round table interview where we just say it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, here is a trailer and it's one of the most talked about things and people can't wait to see it again. One of the most talked about things. I, like It was different. I was like, they've never done this for a Zelda reveal. Whoa, okay, cool. True. Jones, 2019. I got a weird answer. Okay, I love these. I just don't think it's exciting for game fans of this podcast, but I definitely have thoughts. Okay. Um, so I'm adding up just kind of everything we did from this year, you know, like what what all the allies are working on and, and what we're doing, you know, more in the future. And it's like we started this year in the studio. So like this year is really, I've really been more focused on easy allies than video games in 2019. Sure. And so that's like the year for me. It's just kind of looking back and like, whoa, we've been in the studio for a year whoa, we made a game show. You know, like, whoa, like mm-hmm. just kind of looking back, uh, yeah, on like what we did. And I was charting basically, who, you know, who reviewed what, how many reviews we've all done. I did six reviews. Six. Is that good or bad? That's bad. Oh, I mean, that's, okay. I mean not you. bad, that but I mean, that's me, less yeah. than well, I've ever done. Baby, we'll do that. Yeah, but that was just like through half the year, you know? Mm. It's like, you know, I only reviewed like two or three games before that kid showed up. And uh, um, well, we still whatever his name is. I feel like the reviews. Um but I still, you know, I stole Red Dead. I stole Spider Man. Like things, I'm still in Animal Crossing. Nobody's touching that. Yeah, your blood. <laughs> no, you're still in that so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, just, just take it. Just take it. I'm just sure. Take it. Oh, Jones, did you have to take Red Dead? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've just. This was the year I've really uh, seen my role, you know, in in this industry, in this business, just kind of switching more into you know management, business management, and just the studio. It's just crazy. Just really, really, really been nuts. Mm. Um, and it's it's fun to uh, to think about 
uh, I think about just, you know, back in, even when I was like in high school and like a, the theater department, you know, and how like the, the, the theater was kind of my home, away from home, that I would go and just hang out with my people, you know, like the, the nerds, and we would like make silly skits and rehearse shows and talk about Star Wars and stuff, and so it's like, it's just really fun to, to have this space, and to come here and like have allies here that I didn't even know were here, you know, just be like talking with somebody in the office and like Don goes walking by. It's like, Don was here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fine. just, it's neat that, you know, that we're all comfortable here. We all, we'll look at this, uh, you know, as a place that we might hang out a little bit longer than we were expecting. Yes. Sometimes to dodge traffic, but you know, to, uh, um, because it's a, it's a fun place to, you know, air conditioning helped. The, our, yeah. new, our, our new internet certainly helps. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, Super proud of uh, this company, so that's really what I look back on. And and the other, because when I think about games, it's it's I think about less of 2019 as far as like you know the last 12 months, and more as 2019 is like this this uh, generation's over, baby. And not only is the generation over, but uh, it's it was a generation unlike any other, and it's the next generation is gonna be weird. It's really gonna be strange. That like Switch is technically the generation that. PS4 and you know Xbox One are now moving into like technically that's the next gen if you mm-hmm. really like think about like the Wikipedia is like how the hell do we chart this now because there, you could really just okay Gen One was this Gen Two was this Gen Three was yeah. that and it's really muddy the Xbox Series X is just kind of like blowing all of that up so um, it's fun it's gonna be confusing but it's uh, it's an interesting time in games and it's just it's so rad to be a part of it so viewers patrons thank you Great. for supporting us. I'm glad we did that little segment. Yeah. Wait, what good. is it for you? I don't <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> but you, you thinking, learned to love Dragon Quest this, hey, this, this 2019, year. Hey, 2019, the year Dragon Quest, baby. No, that's what's funny is I think as like when you're just organizing these things, you're just like your goal is just to get your panelists to say things mm-hmm. and then like not think about your own For your self. own answer. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You exactly. finished a project you were working on for two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> Box speak. Your box big, baby. Um, but it is time for sweet things to end. It is now time for Ore Wars. <laughs> baby, when the lights go out, every single word could not express the love and tenderness. I'll show you what it's all about. Babe, I swear you will succumb to me. So, baby, come to <laughs> <laughs> Or wars. <laughs> Try not to spit on the mics, please. I can't. <laughs> I can't. At least you're going to be using that mic for the next shoot. Uh, who wants in? Me, 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 me. Okay, Brad. Nice. I love or wars. Reading hot takes for cats, or ignoring hot takes for Rise of Skywalker. I love ignoring hot takes for Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Don't tell me about it right now. It's not even freaking out yet. I can't watch it. Don't ruin this movie for me. I'm going to judge it for myself. I don't want you throwing in your shitty opinions about this movie. I haven't even seen yet. Let me see it myself and decide for myself. Then I'll check out all your dumb opinions after. Hmm. Thank you. Spoiler mode coming soon to patreon.com slash easy allies. Check it out this weekend. Uh, Who wants in next? I'll go in. Okay, Damiani. Pools or hot tubs? Ooh. Ooh, nice. Pools. Why? Because. <laughs> Excuse me. My pick. Jones and, listeners, Jones was Jones, shocked. Jones wants to take care. Because hot tubs, you can't just lay out on a nice little floaty, chilling in the pool mm-hmm. with a drink, some like food on the side, and then you can just jump in and be cool and stuff. Hot tubs, they're nice when it's cold out, but when it's warm, 
you go in the pool, you jump in, it's too hot, you get out of it, you go into the pool, it's too cold. It just ruins everything where the pool is there on a nice hot summer day and it's perfect. You can do you can dive off the diving board in there. You can put a little basketball hoop on the poolside, shoot some hoops. You can throw those little sinking toys down there, those rings and grab them. You don't do that. You don't do that in the hot tub. You don't want to get sucked in by like the sucking things in the the hot tub and the jet sprays and stuff. No. No, the hot tub is overrated. Pools are cool. Wow. Pools are cool. Jones, Aurora's is hot right now. I'm just letting you know before you went. It's not hot. This. It's cold, apparently. Yeah, this is, oh, Jones, yeah. This is spicy. Are you ready? I know. Spilling a big bowl of soup all over your loved one's presence or Joy-Con drift? Uh, spilling the soup. It's Christmas. It's the time for forgiveness. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh it's the season i guess my god listeners what you missed there is just the the like <laughs> smarmiest grin <laughs> the smarmiest christmas grin wow i don't know okay let me do my calculations this is tough jones that was good oh. you know like sometimes succinct works in or wars that was really good <sighs> brad you bought Great energy, great, great rage. You're talking oh. about like spoilers, pretty much. Yes. Only get pissed. Brad is undefeated at Or Wars, man. But no, I got I lost last time. Damiani oh. brought up the pool toys, pool which toys, I totally yeah. forgot that about. You, that you've dropped to the bottom. Yes. Yeah, that's like the one thing I, I gave forgot them. about but those. Yeah, done that. The rings. Yeah. So Damiani, you win. You can even play that by yourself. It's even just fun to go down. True. Oh, absolutely. Spelunking. Yes. This concludes Drake style. Or Wars. Baby, when the lights go out, every single one could not express the love and tenderness. I'll show you what it's all about. Babe, I swear you will succumb to me. So, baby, come to Or Wars. Last Or Wars of the year. Oh, Oh. I love Or. Are you going to bring it back, though? I mean, or is when, it seasonal? When it's season, it's whenever the uh, the betting ends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not planning on having it's any like, kids in 2020. So cool. We can win again. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, there you go. Nice. It's kind of like uh, the control. Starbucks seasonal stuff. Yeah. We just had it for a little while. <laughs> and it, it's spice. gone. Yes. It's gone. Pumpkin spice is gone now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the McRib. One year later. <laughs> yeah. but, but people go nuts for pumpkin spice. Same with Or Wars. Yeah. If we did Or Wars every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be yeah. special anymore. It's comforting. Or Wars is comforting. Yeah. That was, and honestly, the best Or Wars of the season, easily. Oh, cool. Three hot competition. Like, that was just really, really tough <laughs> to decide, actually. It was three great cases. Um, oh, I mean, also, that is our, the end of our podcast. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, let me tell everyone about patreon.com slash easy allies. That would be where you would want to go if you may want to support the easy allies. If you give us $5 or more a month, you're part of this uh, tier that not only gets this podcast two days early, those people get it on Fridays as opposed to Sundays, uh, you also get to submit to uh, Love and Respect and also whatever goofy thing kicks off this podcast. This one was Santa's advisory board. Got to come up with something else for 2020. I think I have an idea. I hope so. You're going to hate it. 
It's one of those, you know what I mean? We, I think we alternate between, ah, oh, this one's good, and as, I hate this. And as long as you're talking about early access, apologies yeah. to everybody. I'm going directly from this to another podcast shoot, and then to a Pokemon Silver Stream, and then to Rise of Skywalker, and I will return home probably around 3 in the morning. Yeah. And so if I pass out, and you get the podcast a little late tomorrow, I apologize. Here's a, it, while we're talking about hot takes, if anybody in Slack even says, like, that was, that was weird, I'm like, don't. Yeah. Don't, well, I'm not even going to do that on don't, Twitter. Yeah, dude. yeah, I'm, yeah. Don't, yeah. Not, don't do, don't, don't, no hot takes. Stop it. I'm counting on weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Uh, but you know, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, there, there could be like Ian's just like disappointed. It's like, right. don't, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> you know what? Don't. <laughs> Bloodworth just like, what about that one knee knock? It's like, Bloodworth, come on, man. I want to learn about just the same as Brad. I, I want to see knee knock. Yeah. Don't show me a screenshot of knee knock. Okay, so. Did I, did I finish talking about Patreon? I guess I kind of did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got wrapped up. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, next week's podcast will be love and respect only. Um, yeah, we'll get there for sure. That's like the last thing before nice. we hand it off to Damiani. Um, so yeah, that will be, uh, it'll obviously be pre-recorded, but it'll still be a fun podcast. Uh, yeah, it'll be sick. Yeah, and, and so yeah, it'll be the same panel, having a good time, responding to love and respect submissions. Brandon Jones, you got something? Oh, oh I got some shout outs. Great. I'm so excited. Can't even speak. I'm so excited about these shout-outs. Shout out to El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Fantasy Critic Games. Shout, shout out. out. Are we supposed to say that? I like saying it at yeah. the end. There's no protocol. Maybe we should. Somebody needs to say it. I like saying it. Yeah. So I kind of like a wave of shout out. Shout out. Like, like not unified. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to do that? Wave of shout out? Sure. Cool. Okay. Shout, shout out. out. Shout out. <laughs> It's official. That yeah. was good. It's like row, row, row your boat. I mean, yeah, that yeah. was just good, man. Whew. It's like a Star Fox character. <laughs> oh my god, it did. Michael Damiani. Yes. You won the final Or Wars. Nice, dude. Uh, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. Yeah. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to sign off with your trademark sign off. And you get to. Final word. You get the final word on anything you want disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Damianicus. The video I'd like to promote is the newest episode of Huber's Prison of Love. It's episode three. Go check it out. Um, final word. Uh, I know right now there's a lot of apathy in this country, a lot of anger, a lot of hate, and uh, it's it's tearing at a lot of us. But it's just a movie, everyone. It's just a movie. At the end of the day, it's just a form of entertainment. It's it's okay. It's okay to not like it or to like it. Just be cool. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> it's official. That yeah. was good.